Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. This hearing in D.C. earlier today on transgender surgeries for children was really powerful, really emotional, and one of the key speakers today was a detransitioning woman named Chloe Cole. Now, she thought she was transgender early on, went through the surgery, went through the process, and then later realized it was a mistake. And her testimony today was so incredibly moving. At the age of 12, I began to experience what my medical team would later diagnose as gender dysphoria. I was well into an early puberty, and I was very uncomfortable with the changes that were happening to my body. I was, intimida- I was intimidated by male attention, and when I told my parents that I felt like a boy, in retrospect, all I meant was that I hated puberty, that I wanted this newfound sexual attention to go away. I came out as transgender in a letter I sent on the dining room table. My parents were immediately concerned. They felt like they needed to get outside help from medical professionals, but this proved to be a mistake. It immediately set our entire family down a path of ideologically motivated deceit and coercion. The gender specialist I was taken to, taken to see, told my parents that I need to be put on puberty blocking drugs right away. They asked my parents a simple question. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living transgender son? Yeah, that's one of the, you know, that's one of the old canards the pro-trans activists use is that, hey, if you don't let your kids transition, if you don't let your kids chop off body parts, if you don't let your kids who uh, use hormone blockers, then they're going to kill themselves. And that's completely false. There was a doctor that testified today that said that, you know, that's completely the opposite of how it really is, but somehow, due to messaging, it's become the go-to line. Now, this next clip, it's a little longer. It's about 90 seconds, but I want you to stay with me and listen to the passion in this young lady's voice. And my doctors, with their theories on gender, thought that all my problems would go away as soon as I was surgically transformed into something that vaguely resembled a boy. Their theories were wrong. The drugs and surgeries changed my body, but they did not and could not change the basic reality that I am and forever will be a female. When my specialist first told my parents that they could have a dead daughter or a live transgender son, I wasn't suicidal. I was a happy child who struggled because she was different. However, at 16, after my surgery, I did become suicidal. I'm doing better now. But my parents almost got the dead daughter promised to them by my doctors. My doctors had almost created the very nightmare they said they were trying to avoid. I needed to be given therapy to help me work through my issues, not affirm to my delusion that by transforming into a boy, it would solve all my problems. We need to stop telling 12-year-olds that they were born wrong. We need to stop telling children that puberty is an option, that they can choose what kind of puberty they will go through, just so they can choose what clothes to wear or what music to listen to. Puberty is a rite of passage to adulthood, not a disease to be mitigated. My childhood was ruined along with thousands of detransitioners that I know through our networks. This needs to stop. You alone can stop it. Enough children have already been victimized by this barbaric pseudoscience. Please let me be your final warning. Thank you. Mm. 
And there are a lot of Democrats in the Indiana General Assembly, many on the city county council, that still want to move forward with this radical surgery on minors. Yeah, the rush to prescribe hormone blockers, the rush to have sex chain surgeries for minors is really outpacing even what we know about gender dysphoria, which is a real thing. Families go through it. I'm not saying you can't have sex change surgery. They outlawed it in Russia, by the way, all sex change surgeries. Uh, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying don't do it until you are 18 years of age or older because the left hates hearing stories like this about regret. They hate it. Dr. Jennifer Bowens, who is the director for the Center of Family Studies, also was a part of this hearing in Washington today. These interventions are being endorsed based on consensus, not evidence. Uh, in the in the case of gender affirming care, the term evidence based does not mean that this practice is standing on the merits of solid research findings addressing gender dysphoria. Instead, it refers to a vote by those who are ideological supporters of the practice. Compared to other psychological disorders found in the DSM-5 TR, gender dysphoria is currently uh, being treated with the most invasive, invasive interventions connected to a psychological issue with the lowest quality of evidence to support that practice. And two, the success rates of non-intervention for gender dysphoria for children already exceed what most psychological interventions have. In most cases, 85% or more of those experiencing gender dysphoria will desist if they are left alone. This is a higher rate than most well-established and researched psychological interventions. And with success rates this high, it is actually unethical to intervene. The lesson is ride it out. Get help. Be patient. Yes. Do not rush. Don't, Don't lean into it. Right. Unbelievable day of testimony in Washington.